Hello, everybody. Welcome to a uh, interesting, how valid is the validity? Section nine, nine weeks, Parker? Has it been nine weeks? Nine? Nine episodes, nine weeks. I tell you, I, I, uh, I can start to understand why some people do this every day. Chad Bearden with us. How, howdy, Chad. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm kicking like a pack of ninjas. 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 Oh, yeah. I, 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 I usually say, what a week. What a week. But I, I think that that doesn't even, doesn't even hey, uh, put it in perspective. When it hasn't been week. your day, your week, your month, or even your year. Um, this has got to be one of the most interesting times for me personally because I don't think I've ever uh, had a harder time to, to find words, in all honesty. I think that for the last week, I have probably felt my age more than I ever have in my entire life because I don't think I've ever felt this kind of anxiety about what was happening in, 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 in and around my, my life. You know, it's always been music for me. It's always been, that's what I did. I entertained people and I, I didn't, uh, I didn't have a, other issues. I, I was very political when I was young, but I didn't have other issues with music. You, you didn't, it didn't matter what you look like or where you come from or what you did. My job was to make you feel better for three hours. That was my job. And it didn't matter what, who was there. And then you throw in COVID this year, which I tell, I have told people that I have, I have to say that I, I, I can't say this to everybody. I've said, I, I preface that by saying, I can't listen what I'm about to tell you. I, I don't, this has not been a bad thing for me staying home and, and yes, not making money and, and, and really losing some of the goals that I had set for myself that sucked. And it sucked for everybody. And that's the thing, right? It sucks for everybody. In the music business, and Chad can tell you, in any business, really, if you're not working while everybody else is working, you feel like you're not doing something and you're missing out or not, or you're not taking advantage of the situation. Meaning, if you've got a guy that you, you know, want to be in that same realm, a record deal, a, a, a publishing deal, whatever the case is, and one day you find yourself playing video games and that guy's writing. You feel like you, you feel like maybe you're a, a little less and that, and it should be the fire to get under your ass to, to get up and write because this guy's doing it and you moved here to do it. And this is one time in, in our human life that you could not, you didn't have to, you can stop for a second you could take time and actually, because nobody, business wasn't happening. You didn't have to compete. You don't have to compete. You don't have to, you don't have to feel like you have to be on the phone every, every hour of every hour. You don't have to, for a minute, for a lot of people. Now, for some people, not so much. Some people had to move on, to go on and work as normal. You felt like you could reset. And then time started taking over a little bit more. And then time started going a little bit. And pretty soon you're like, okay, this doesn't feel right anymore because I need to be doing whatever it is that I was doing. I need to go back to it or I need to do something else, whatever the case is. 
Right. You and, and we all had, had to deal with that. I still can't hear Chad. I apologize. Can you hear me better now? I can't. So that that's a slam. I mean, that 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 was a this this is something that has helped me because I finally have done something I've always wanted to do. This podcast is something I've always wanted to do. It was fun. It was it was very fun, and the whole idea was fun because it was bringing something that I have done, all the things I have done, all the people I've met, all the places I've been, all the things I've seen, which I've been very fortunate, right, to to do to meet all you, everybody that I've met, and then when you see the light, and a little bit at the end of the tunnel, you have something horrific happen. Again, which I don't know, it feels like you you got beat to death, the whole country, and then you have to step in without taking a break and get into something else that is ultimately as bad, if not worse, because it will, this has been a problem forever. And this has been something forever. You try to do something like, like this, I can't come on here and, and, and laugh and have a good time and put a and put somebody on to you know, even though that's my first instinct because that's what I do. I, I again, it's entertainment. I try to make you feel like, and that's what all of us do. Chad and everybody that I know that plays music and whether it's the biggest stars or the or or or, or the guy playing on the street corner, the whole point is to take you out of of where you're at for a minute, and and just let you be. And so I give you something that I I'm good at so that you get to enjoy it and vice versa, right? You, whatever you, wherever you work, you do the same. That's before, if you got rid of money, if you got rid of everything in the world, if we just gave what we were good at to one another, we would still be okay. A farmer would give you food an entertainer gives you entertainment. The pants maker makes you pants. I'd never been so scared to talk in my entire life. And as funny as that is in my mind, it's not funny. It's, it's the same way on, on social media right now, I think too. I mean, you put something on there, you put something on here, it's going to live forever. Do you post this? Do you post that? Do you say either way you go, you just feel like, especially for somebody in, in our business, in our industry. And number one, I don't ever want to just be doing lip service to something. I don't want to be posting something because that's the trend because the trend doesn't change things. It's people taking real action and doing real things that change things. So then as entertainers, you get caught in this whirlwind of, you know, people want you to say something. Then when you say something, they don't like what you say, you run a risk of, alienating part of your fan base. And let me just be very clear on this. There are some things, if you disagree with them, I don't need you as a fan anyways. If you think it's all right to murder people, if you think it's all right, and let me murder anybody, whether it be George Floyd, who was murdered by corrupt cops, or you think it's okay to hunt down cops like dogs because you disagree with what those corrupt cops did. Let me say this as somebody who spent over a decade in law enforcement. Every single law enforcement I know was embarrassed, was hurt, was sorry for what those guys in Minnesota did because that doesn't reflect on the profession 
that I know in the professionals I surrounded myself with. And it's hard for me sometimes as an entertainer and doing what I do now to shake off 10 years of my life, over 10 years of my life that I did that, that I served in law enforcement. You know, I see things from a lot of different perspectives. I see things much different now being on this side of things than I did when I was a cop. And I think that gives me a lot of great perspective sometimes. Um, I still have a tendency to see things as a cop. I mean, I did that for 10 years of my life. Again, I, I don't know a single cop that was okay with what happened in Minnesota. I, I, but I don't, I don't think that I really, I'm going to stay away from, I'm going to, I'm going to stay away from what I think people think in this regard, because you're right. I, it's been said over and over and over again. We can all agree that any of these murders over the last 10 years, nobody, nobody liked white, black, anybody, no, nobody agrees with it. No, nobody should agree with killing police. Nobody should agree with any of it. Right. If, but he, here's here's the problem with 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 this. Right now, the the community as a whole, the country needs time to let people do their thing. It's it's not about giving our opinions because the one thing that we have to understand is we've been through this before. We've done this. It's almost like a sick cycle of something bad like this happens we we go through this turmoil of 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 hatred and 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 protests and and looting and all that kind of thing then we start to try to then then we're going to take george george's life and and we're going to try to make him be a bad person or we're going to try to go through his life and uh, who is this all this stuff just starts to unravel the same way people go home and you got to go back to your life and you just feel like it's up against this wall that you can't ever, it's insurmountable. You can't cross it. And I know what that, I know what that feels like it, on, I know what that feels like in my problems in my life. I don't know. I don't know what it's like to be somebody else. I right. can guess as a human being, I think that we have a lot of things in common, but I didn't grow up like you. I didn't grow up like anybody else. I grew up like myself. And as hard as we try, you can have empathy, but the bottom line is most of the time you are really, you really try and you really can only know what you do and how you act and why you act the way you act. And you did, that's it. You can't feel somebody else's problems and you can't feel that's why I don't understand now. Right now, one thing I do know about is, is, is local and state government. And to me, that's, of all the ways, I, I want you to understand, I sit a thousand different ways. I mean, my, I've had conversations with my dad. I've had conversations with some of my black friends that I felt like I could talk to and make sure that I wasn't going to say something ridiculous or stupid or something that where it's like, okay, you don't, that's, you know, you don't get it. So that doesn't make any sense. And then, so I don't see it that way. And now I do. And, and I, I just, again, it was scary. Right. But I, I will say this, the federal government is that wall. It is a, the federal government is the wall. It is the one thing that takes years to climb 
and years to take effect of whatever they do. Whatever the federal government does, it has to roll out across the country. It has to roll out through states, through municipalities, through county commissions, through city governments. I have always said that we are missing the boat by not teaching our children, our our people that are ignorant in government, to understand that the real changes happen on the smallest of levels. They happen in the sense that look at if you look at education, I, I would say, Chad, I would say if you looked at law enforcement even throughout this country, cities, local governments have been a, a valuable resource on things that the federal government uses to initiate bigger programs, a wider program, meaning that if if the city council or a city government or a state government does something, a program that makes sense and helps people, you will see the federal government adopt those certain aspects to allow it to be something that could be used across the country. Just like if the state does it, you'll find that the cities and, and smaller governments within the state will use parts of those programs that make sense or part of those, uh, sc- the schematic, the parts in the schematic that make sense for their, because it makes sense for whatever you're trying to accomplish. Right. Well, I mean, I think even I read a, a tweet from President Obama earlier, I guess it was yesterday, who was, who was talking about changes and, and things that you can do. And he said, absolutely you should vote for a president and for leaders who you think reflect your views and 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 the changes you think needed but what you guys aren't getting is this has to happen on a local level as well you have to show up to your city council meetings you have to go to your county commission meetings you know you have to put leaders in locally those you know a, a mayor in a city council can determine police policy you know same thing for for county and state agencies, a, a, a municipal police officer is the most powerful person in this country. They are the only person in the country who can enforce every single law. Um, and it's set up that way to have a balance of power. You know, you can have a huge change in your local community by being involved there. Okay. That being said, everybody, I think, understands that. But who doesn't understand that is definitely younger people in our society, white and black, because it's not just like they do not teach finances in elementary and high school. And I, I'm, I'm I'll, just to understand what I'm saying, you, kids do not understand money when they leave high school. Yet they're supposed to make one of the biggest purchases of, the, of their life. In college. And half of them don't know what they want to do. My dad and I had this conversation the other day because of the amount of people that are cheating now because of online classes. But let's, in perspective, white people can't talk about black people. And black people can talk about their instances with white people. 
a majority of the of the situation usually being involving police officers because it, it was just you know whites are this and and you're that and 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 that on the norm it's the stereotypes are there we everybody has the stereotypes the one big thing here the one big factor is that you can't keep you know i am a i am probably the epitome of using emotion to to start talking about what i think should happen chad don't laugh at me i swear to god but it's the truth. I get upset or I get heated like this. I mean, you know, I have to right now, uh, you know, I have to think, you know, you got to think about the words that are coming out of your mouth. And when you're upset, that's the worst time to try to express what it is you're thinking. I, yeah, I agree with you completely, which, you know, Again, how many times do we go throughout life and we have a knee-jerk reaction to something and and we respond emotionally and then we give ourselves five minutes after that. I, I've done it on stage with my guys. I, something will go wrong and I'll turn around and I'll, you know, and I, I just say something and I sound like an absolute jerk. And sometimes I'll turn around and I'll turn right back around and go, you know what? Right. I'm sorry. I was right. absolutely just a jerk right then. And there was no reason for me to be that way. And, I, and I'm going to be oh. honest with you. I think, look, I don't know if music, if it just brings people together, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if being in that realm, I mean, I was from a small town. There wasn't a lot of black kid. Matter of fact, there was only two. And I, w- I was friends with his family where I'm, where I grew. I didn't, it wasn't a thing. And so that's the issue to me is that, you know what nobody is saying? Nobody is giving any ideas, not even bad ones. Nobody is even giving any ideas. The blame is, it feels like it's, there's three half walnut shells and there's a pea under one of them. And, and you just now look over here. And and there's windows over here, and this guy's shooting over here, and they're killing this person over there, and there's a cop, and it's just what what is going on underneath it all? Yeah, and I, and I think that's, I think if you're listening to what George Floyd's family's saying, they're saying, hey, stop what you're you're hijacking my dad's name, and and instead of using this to justify what you know to to bring justice to what happened in this situation and using it for positive change throughout, you know, people are, you know, they're hijacking it and you've got all this excess stuff going on. That's, that's taking away from, from what could right, be but, changed. But that my thing is that happens every single time. It happens every single time. And every single time there's a tragedy that happens, it all starts out with hot head then we have peaceful protest if you if you would just take the difference between 9 a.m and 9 p.m and only show that on television right and shut down the streets after that this isn't an issue these you don't have other sideshows stealing the limelight and that's what you have now the right. fa- and and so then it gets even into a deeper 
deeper, deeper conversation about who are these people starting this? Play the, play the clip from, um, where you at? Yeah, play that clip. This is Nashville. This is Nashville. So I mean, that that was a white guy that did that started that whole thing, right? And so I guess that that it's been a this has been a thing where now you're starting and I whether it's Antifa or whatever it is, these videos of white people breaking and breaking the the building the businesses, then going the other way and letting black teenagers go in and loot the place. That is all happening in every city in this country. That is not coincidental. Acme Brick Company, they're, they're saying now, was the, was the brick company that was laying down pallets of bricks along the protesting route so that people would have bricks to throw. Now, obviously, it's not the... Do you have that? Put that in there. I can't confirm these photos. I can't confirm these photos. I've seen many people posting them. But it is going viral. And it looks similar to a lot of what we've seen before. It says, Frisco, Texas. There have been groups organizing protests in Frisco for 5 p.m. this evening. All of a sudden, this shows up on the path of the protest. You want to tell me this is not planned and organized now? In this photo, we can see a stack of bricks. For what? There's nothing around. So that 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 now has been proven to be, and Acme is a, what is it? Brook, Brookmeyer Hathaway company, which is, I mean, the, the conspiracies that we've been talking about on this show, it's so neat to kind of see them come together because. Except in the worst kind of way. In the worst kind of way. It's, it's unbelievable, right? It's, it, this, this, this is real. There are people trying to take advantage of these types of situations to keep your eye off of what's really important. The other, the other issue is the human the humanity of it. If you think about the fact that every person is fallible and every person does things that they shouldn't do, everybody, and then you, you let these guys go to a, 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 a position of power, anybody you elect, anybody that a large pe- a group of people idolize, singers, ball players. And they get to this certain point where they're all of a sudden they're supposed to be not human anymore. Or they're not supposed to. These people are fallible. And these people, when they, when you go to, I don't know if you've ever been to Washington, D.C. I don't know if you've ever been to the Capitol and you've been to these places. I'm telling you, people, it's breathtaking and it makes you feel something that you don't feel anyplace else. And you strap on the label of being a congressman or a senator or a cabinet member. And you take on the fact that it's the whole country you represent, not just where you're from. It changes you. And you can't just go with one issue. You can win a local election on an issue. You can win a city councilman 
be a city councilman because you don't you're you're saying potholes need to get fixed and you're tired of it. That's all. But the federal government is a whole different ball game, and it's not there to wave a wand. Even though it, at times over the last ten years, it seems like sometimes it does with the bailouts, and and now you know helping small business and and these things that it. I'm glad it could do. But my God, did it do it quick. And you wonder how, when you watch these things unfold, how it takes them years and years and years and bills that they don't even read and and things never get done and people are in there for 80 years and never accomplish anything. But yet, when you got to put a Band-Aid on a bullet hole, it's done. Throw money at it. Offer up something that's going to make people slow down or quell them or whatever the case is, or just give them enough to move on a little bit. But local governments, it's different. You can be in local government. You can walk in to your, to the the police office. And in some, in a lot of places in this country, you can walk right in and see the city chief of police or the sheriff. Well, you elect a sheriff, at least well, mean, where I'm from, you elect a sheriff. I mean, and I, I got to be honest with you. You cannot tell me that in black communities, which are concentrated in larger cities, because the biggest problem and one of the biggest problems is representation on a federal level. That's it. It's it's just now for for. Black people, it's just now becoming a a real thing where there the number, the percentage of black, the black population in this country is being represented at least in the House. But there have never, there's only been four black governors, and there isn't any, and that hadn't been any time in recent history. But the reason, part of the reason is for that is that it's just because there's the black population is 13% of the country, and when you spread that out over 50 states. It is hard to win a government election, a governor election. But now, in the local capacity, it is not. And at the end of this, when some of this stuff calms down, and instead of people going back home and just and pretending like they did something, whatever that is, the pro it's okay. You you have that moment. But the real rubber to the road is to where you start growing this like a vine or a fruit or a cancer or however you want to look at it, something that starts from the nucleus and grows. It has to. It does not. You cannot have bad problems happen on this level of, uh, in the sense of murder, especially. And the first thing you do is go to the biggest part, the biggest, the, 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 the to the government, the federal government. Training for police officers across this country is not the same. Chad, am, am I wrong? State to state. Every state has a, um, a minimum mandatory. Um, and in some states are more or less. And then there's um, there's continuing education that cops have to complete every year. And um, the higher you are in rank, the, the different things that you have to do. You know, if you are a, if you're a captain or a assistant chief or thing like that, you have to uh, attend, you know, executive um, 
you have to get executive hours and things like that. But would it matter um, here, here? Here's something I, I just would it matter if police officers were had once a year or twice a year had to go to different parts of the country that were different from where they were where they were stationed? Would that I mean, make a difference in? I mean, I, I did that some, um, but I, I think that's a great idea. I mean, I think, you know, I, you know, I was thinking about this today, like you were saying, I'm, I'm from a really small town. There were maybe 80 people in my graduating class. None of those, I graduated with all white people. Um, and then, you know, and I, I didn't really experience any kind of culture. I grew up dirt poor, so. I didn't, you know, we didn't travel or take vacations or anything like that when I was a kid, but, um, you know, so I didn't really experience culture until I got to Nashville. I mean, I'd never been on an airplane before I got to Nashville. Um, so yeah, I think anytime you can bring in, um, experiences with people and, and understand culture more, um, you know, like even, even with us, you know, I listen to you talk about Brazil or I listen to Raul talk about Brazil or, you know, Colombia or these, other, you know, the other places that you've been to and you've got that experience. And, uh, you know, I, I think even as a, as an individual, having those experiences is something that is absolutely invaluable and makes you see people completely different. So I, I love the idea of, of opening police officers up to different areas of the country and different experiences. I think it's a great idea. I just don't, I just don't see, you know, in Baltimore and Chicago, you know, where they're having to, you know, the crime rate because of the, the population is concentrated and, 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 and in the crime is, is, you know, Chicago, especially, you know, one of the, one of the biggest murder capitals in the country you you can't have police officers going into that, especially if it's large black neighborhoods, and seeing that every day. Even black police officers have a bad rap in the community, right? And so, but part of that is none of us could see the same thing every day and not have some sort of opinion or jaded if you never get out of there to take a breath for a minute and understand that why you became a police officer. Not well, everybody, it, right? But I mean, you you need to see other police officers across the country because this this doesn't end in big cities. This ends with people that you know that ne- maybe don't see a black person in their whole life, and and they have to they get their uh, opinion from a, a rap song or whatever the whatever the hell the case is. The the lack of culture within the police forces has got to be a problem. And then well, also the the stress of these police officers in New York and these bigger cities, that has got to be a problem. It has to. It, it, and I'm not disagreeing with you. I, and I, I think even on micro levels, I mean, if, if you work in a small town, I, I worked for some smaller agencies and you could hear an address and know exactly who lived there. And because you, have responded to this house a million times you've responded to this address a million times or you've responded to this particular area a million times in the in the way you go about things 
is different because you walk in knowing you have to tackle some of these situations differently. So a lot of times you immediately walk in with this, this guard up or this almost preconceived notion. Right. They're, I, mean, they're, I don't want to use that. Chad. No, no, we're human beings, right? Human but, beings so, make preconceived notions. That's right. what we do. It's, it's something that most of us have to fight all the time. It doesn't, it, it's not about being a color. Being human is really freaking hard. And being human, it is, it's hard. It's not easy because, let me tell you, it doesn't matter. You got your own problems. If, 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 if black and white discrimination wasn't a thing, it would be something else. This is what we do. Even though we are going to die, it's these problems that make us feel alive. Not not the black and white problems. It's problems in our life. Have you ever been in a relationship with somebody that was so difficult that you spent Don't ask me this five question. you five years of your life was being in a bad relationship and you did it and you look back after you get out of it and you're like, how did I ever do that? Human beings have an issue with 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 using problems to feel something. And, and and here is another issue just that I, and this is police policy that I, I personally don't agree with or don't like. A lot of the times what you see is um, as a rookie, after you complete your training, you're assigned to problem areas. Because as you get more seniority and you get more rank, you get to choose where you're going to go. So all your senior officers are gonna take easy street nobody there's nobody who wants to come er, come in every day and know that they're, they're gonna have to fight every day or know that they're gonna have to deal with the crap of this neighborhood every day or this neighborhood or whatever that is and and that's not race related that's not any they're just everybody knows in every city there are problem areas so why with, not with, why not put police officers in a place where they can talk about it and, and make that conversation with the public. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be, I am not going to bitch about something if I'm not willing to do something about it, or at least to talk about ideas, not blame somebody. I'm not blaming anybody. I don't want anybody to blame me. Right. But at the same time, who's got ideas? Why not? Put these police officers in a place to say, okay, the, if, if, if you don't think I'm bad, not all cops are bad, then let me tell you, I'm not a bad guy. I, did, I became a police officer for this, this, and this. And every day I go into situations where I don't know if I might come out alive. And every day it's a fight. I'm fighting somebody about something. It's... Fighting, 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 fighting. No human being is able to take that. I, I, you know, it's. I've almost made myself sick trying to watch it on t on 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 social media and and the news outlets this week. It's just been. Well, I've so, lost so, years on my life this week. I, 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 I can tell you. So, so what happens with that situation though is you're now taking your most inexperienced police officers, 
and you're putting them in to the most high traffic areas. Oh God, good point. I'm not, I never thought about You're that. taking guys who are fresh out of an academy, who are fresh out of learning in a classroom and 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 completing a, a field training program where you know they're with a senior officer who trains them or whatever. And then you're putting those your least inexperienced people in the worst neighborhoods because they're the lowest seniority. I mean, I know guys who wouldn't take promotions because they knew if they took the promotion, they would have to go back to that area. They would have to, I mean, it's, it wasn't worth the extra money that you're barely getting paid anyways as a cop, at least where I'm from. Um, so it wasn't worth the extra money for the responsibility of going back, number one, supervising a whole bunch of rookies, and number two, going back to the worst area of town. And 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 here's the here's the issue. It's 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 the emotional part. Emotions are fine to have. Statistically, you have to look at the good the, the silver lining of tougher laws in this country, especially in in bigger cities. It's a 50% in murder reduction since 1970. So while there are bad apples in this in this bunch and while and and let's be honest in the bigger cities the bad apples are higher at the top and control more people and it is a freaking problem but overall more people are alive because of some of these things okay some of this stuff doesn't work but something has the job of of officials and the job of us as 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 people in these communities is to say okay you know what Hiring this type of people or putting in this type of patrol or these types of situations or these programs have helped police in the schools. Whatever the case is, these things have helped. But you know what hasn't helped? This, 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 and this. We all agree on it. This needs to change. and that, Which is fine. It has to come from the community. I think is, is the biggest problem is until you get a turnover of administration is – you know, in some of these pla- places, you know, nobody wants to admit they're wrong. Nobody wants to go, hey, maybe this doesn't work. I, I, the phrase that used to drive me absolute most crazy in law enforcement was, because that's the way we've always done it. We're just going to continue to do something because that's the way we've always and these, done it. And these protests are going to happen because that's the way we've always done it. It's, you can't. You understand that good, bad, or in between, not violence. It is definitely the fact that the black population in this country has been superseded by Latinos and and the fact that whites have been the majority. And 13% is what you're trying to, that's your base, to try to make change. That is really difficult when you spread 13% of 330 50 million people across the country. It takes leadership and it takes a different approach. It's not just running people all over the country. It's not going to work that way. It is it's going to take a systematic approach in the sense that you've got, you finally, in, in this case, as a, a representation, because that's what the company the country is based on, is a voice on rep, representation. 
And in this case, you have to be louder than 13%. And that takes white people. It takes Latinos. It takes all of us because you can if if 13% of the country was what you had to depend on, nothing would ever change. Well, so automatically you know it takes more of us to not blame each other and and to and to denounce things that are bad. But beyond that, when the when this is over and time has had and gone on to and and the healing process starts, is to not do this again, but in the sense that you've got to change the local policies. You've got to change the city council meeting, like Chad was saying, where you and I, black and white, and Latino in some cases, they're 25% of the country. Understand that. Black and white problems are something that's been embedded in this country for years and years and years and years. Go back to the Nixon-Kennedy debate. I mean, we've been talking about the same issues forever. Let's take it. Hey, Mark Newfer, How are you, buddy? Chris, this is my buddy Mark I was telling you about. Oh, hello, Mark. I'm I'm doing quite fine. You know, I've been listening, interestingly, and I can I, can, I understand your frustration. You know, you say, who's got the ideas? Who's got the ideas? In my experience of, 80, of 68 years, not 86 yet, a lot of people have good ideas and they implement them, and they're not looking for... Uh, media attention they're not looking for uh uh being pushed out front and they certainly don't want to be uh have their ideas uh, uh stabbed on social media so they stay off social media uh for the most part i mean even in chad's small town where he was a police officer we had a hispanic outreach program that we implemented i think there was what four or five cops on that whole, whole uh, police force. But we made the attempt. We didn't tell anybody about it. We didn't call tell the newspapers. There are people all over this United States. I've lived up and down both coasts before I retired to Alabama. And when I came to Alabama, Chad got to meet this Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I know what it is about cultures. I've seen a lot of cultures all over the world. Uh, I've, I've been over, I've been to 20 different countries. And one thing I have learned from five-star hotels in uh, uh, Singapore to read uh, huts in the Philippines, people are the same everywhere for the most part. Parents want a better life for their kids. They want to have the opportunity to succeed. And those that make their opportunity or make the best of the opportunity they're given are the ones who will succeed. And that's been the history of mankind since we were in caves. Expecting radical changes is unrealistic. However, there have been changes. There have been a lot of changes that I've seen in my lifetime. I remember the 60s, the riots of the 60s, the race riots of the 60s. I remember the Vietnam War protests. I remember that violence. And for the most part, over the last 20 years or so, things have been rather quiet. There have been a lot of good black leaders who stepped out to say, uh, we need to bring the black community up ourselves, bootstrap it. And when they try to point out that there's too much black and black, black on black violence, they might get a, a, a snippet in the news, but it fades away. In my opinion, the media doesn't want to hear that because it doesn't fit their, uh, their, their uh, 
agenda, and their agenda, frankly, for the media is to make advertising money to pay the bills. So they print what's considered sexy. Uh, but taking the longer view, things will get better. Things will calm down. Yes, George Floyd should not have been killed. It happens every day across the United States where people shouldn't be killed. Uh, and it's a microcosm of the human situation. Uh, programs cannot change those unique instances, but programs can make incremental changes and move us forward, and they have been. I've seen it in my, my life. I've seen it locally. I've seen it at the state level. I've seen it at the federal level. They don't get it right every time, but the good ones usually rise to the cream, uh, rise to the top, and we are moving forward. We are getting better. Uh, to, to use a specific instance like this to color our worldview is probably a mistake if we don't take the long view. And and here's here's one thing for me that that has. I don't know if bothered me is the correct word uh, over the past few days and kind of watching this unfold, but what I keep waiting for, and, and maybe it's not correct or whatever, but everything just seems like absolute chaos. Um, there, there doesn't seem to be any real organization to things. So my, in watching things is, you know, is, is where is that leader in all this? Where is, you know, the Martin Luther King? Where is, you know, the, the somebody like that who, who you can rally behind and, and who can, can organize this thing to create positive change. Right. So there are many, yeah. there, there I'm are sorry. many somebody's doing that. You just don't hear about them. And I will tell you this and I'll let, then I'll let you talk again. Mark Twain once said a lie can be halfway around the world before the truth can get his pants. Yeah. On. <laughs> Mark, thank you. But and and I think this is uh, this is how change happens. In my opinion, we talk it out. You know, we get people from different points of views, and you know, we do get guys like Mark who've seen twenty different countries. Well, I mean, the one thing that he said that I that I I even wanted to touch on myself was the fact that change happens. The human beings have a, a very big problem of being present. Meaning in the moment, you're either thinking about the past or you're thinking about the future. It's very hard to live in this second. Um, well, in, in the time we're in, everything is self-gratification. It has to happen instantly. It's instant gratification. It's. But obviously, that's not how people were. That is something very new in the grand scheme of, of, of right. time. Because, you know, usually in, in, in the past... Uh, the 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 majority of time in 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 our history when you wanted to do something if you wanted to send a letter to california from new york it was going to take a few weeks but my my point being is that it that the forest you don't see the forest until you walk out of it even though you're in it and these changes that he's talking about have happened over time the issue is and what i'm trying to say based on what you just said is that if you're 65 years old and you're looking over history, you can say, man, we've made some, some changes. But those people, especially when you look at black and white relations, those people that can say that, nobody's listening to. You're listening to younger people and people that are dealing with their problems right now. They're dealing with the police right now, even though the police in the 60s 
should have probably all been up against a wall. Were they ignorant? Were they stupid? Were they what? What was that all about? When you hose people down, you shoot them at random, uh, lynching, all that shit. That is unbelievable. Uh, what to the fact that we were ever in these stages in history? But God, if you go back in history, people are just freaking nasty. Absolutely right. So, but let's 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 come to today. If you want to not be somebody that has to wait 30 years to look back over time and say, wow, I didn't know it when it was happening, but things changed. It's, it, I promise you that a a 65-year-old black person or a 70-year-old black person will tell you some things have changed. It may not be where they wanted to be, but that's how goals work. Anybody that's owned a business knows you have year goals and you have five-year goals and your year goals, you try not to change, but your five-year goals are, are you're going to adapt and it's, but it's the overall idea. It's what you're trying to accomplish. I wanted a record deal. I wanted to be a songwriter. And then I found out when I, and after doing what I was doing, it was that, that I private parties and corporate things were uh, something that was good for me and I could create a business on it was still playing music. And that's no different. You, If you want to see changes faster, if you want to feel like you work two or three years of your life and you want to make a difference, start with the people that are, are in control where you live. And I don't, this is not color related. This is, I don't care who you are. You are dealing with people at that level. You can go talk to. If you don't like, you can be the change in that regard. You may not be a senator in two years, but you sure in the hell could be a city councilman and a county commissioner. And a, and a, and a, and I'm going to tell you this. A magistrate, a police officer, these people that everybody wants to hate, when they're burning down the courthouse in Nashville, be in the courthouse. That was, that was the exact point. I was stop throwing bricks at it. Stop busting out the windows, walk inside. Even, even if you don't run for an office, I know people who had never held an office, but by God, every time a door was open for a city council meeting or a, or a County commission meeting, they were front and center. They had their agenda of what they wanted to be heard. And, you know, sometimes those people were an absolute pain in the butt, but they got crap done. They got crap done. Whether it was, whether it was putting a stop sign. My dad, I watched my dad be a county commissioner for 12 years. That room was hardly ever filled every once in a while. Not when 911 was an issue in Taylor County, that room was filled all the time. This but it's, is, this, only, this it's issue, only the issue that affects you personally. That's, but that's all you, you can do. I'm going to, uh, that's all you can do as a human, as a person. You can only see, you can sit around and listen to conspiracy theories. I love it. I love conspiracy theories because it takes you someplace else and it takes you out of the, the normal. It takes right. you out of, of, of reality for a minute, which sometimes you just got to do. But I will tell you this, my dog, 
pancakes, loves to run under the bed. And, and today I was, I was playing with him and I had a slipper, which we'll call the American dream. And then I put my hand over top of the edge of the bed. So he was under the bed. And when he come out to, to grab the American dream, I put my hand over his head. And he would look up. His peripheral was up here looking at the hand because he didn't want the hand to come down on him. He had his eye on the American dream every once in a while. He, got, he would look over at it and he would, he would think about it. But the hand was too much because it was present. It was right there. It was something that was going to happen. The American dream was out there, and if he went for it, maybe he gets it, maybe he doesn't. But let me tell you something. When I took my hand away from the top of that edge of that bed, the idea that that hand was not going to come down on him anymore, he slowly came out and went towards that slipper. Hmm. And he started to bite at it, and he started to get it. But when I put my hand back, what did he do? He went right back under the bed. That's us. That's every a very e- profound analogy. Every day we get up. Every day we get up, we have to go to work and we have to raise in in some of your cases children. Chad raises my children. He's got enough for I, both of us. I think I am your children. But that these things you add your job, you add your kids and your family and the responsibilities it takes to be a, 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 an adult. You don't have time to go to after the American dream. That's what the coronavirus has done. is given people some time to take a break and figure out if what I'm doing is really what I want to be doing. It's given us a little bit of time. And then to put on top of that, maybe you, then you throw this. And we're right back to where we were. The anxiety, the not knowing, you can't say anything. It doesn't matter what color you are. You understand that, right? Black or white. If you say anything positive other than what the loudest person in the room is saying, you are not going to be heard and you might even lose whatever value you had because you spoke your feelings. The biggest detriment to freedom of speech is not the government. It's us. It's telling people that what they're saying is completely wrong and then telling them that you're going to kill them or we're going to, you, you know, the, the death threats and the, and the, and the hatred. That, that is the biggest detriment to free speech. We're doing this to ourselves. So again, and I, the, the next part of, of, of tonight is as scary a, a thing that I've ever uh, seen in my entire life. And I'll, I'll let Chad have his last, do you have any, you, any last thing? Because I, I don't want to go into this anymore. I think I've said pretty much everything I, I, that I you can know what say. I think, one... I, need, I think I need a crap load of that calcium behind you. You know, good point. We'd like to take this opportunity if you're feeling down, if you're feeling run down, if you're feeling stressed, uh, my good buddies at Aurora NutriScience who help us out have got some of the greatest supplements that you could possibly get with the liposomal that helps you digest these vitamins and supplements, which is part of the problem with a lot of these uh, things that you take. And, and, and vitamin C right now is so important. 
um, because coronavirus coronavirus doesn't exist anymore. Obviously, uh, it's over, and uh, I don't want you to get anything else that may come down the pike. Right, like the giant asteroid that's coming next week. Three million these? miles an hour coming towards us. Three million miles an hour. Uh, if you go to Aurora Nutriscience and and use Chris Weaver uh, as the code, you'll get ten percent off. And, and these guys are are good buddies of the show. And but beyond that, it's a great product. And uh, I'm definitely we're going to have them on here in the next week or so to talk a little bit more about certain parts of these. I take the alpha lipic acid. Uh, it's it's I read in a book that I bought in Key West years and years ago. Uh, it's probably from the '50s about lipic acid and vitamin K. Unbelievable supplements. Uh, and then when they when these guys brought it out, I was like, oh, I'm not the only one. So that was good. And then the, the rest of our sponsors too. We'll, we'll we'll bring up that page in a few moments. Um, I feel better already. Uh, you know, I got to be honest. I I I I don't. <laughs> I don't think that anybody can say anything. I think that whatever you have to do to get through these moments right now and to live with the idiots that exist in our society, because that's what this is. These moments bring out the dumbest people in our society. And there are some dumb ones. There are some freaking idiots. We already know that. You don't have to watch footage of people bashing in businesses to know that there are some dumb ass people in this country, in this world. But I'm going to tell you something, everybody. A majority of us, of all races and creeds and colors, are good people just trying to live and die and get the hell out of here with some sort of, of, of decent legacy in our life. To do something to show that we existed. That's it. To live and die. We're going, it's going to happen. So it's not the rich people. It's not the federal government. All these companies and the federal government definitely, and, and the one world government. I, I, the more I look at it, the more I do you do you did you hear about the UK is making people now only you can't have sex with anybody outside of your household. People in the United so, States would not take that shit. Not for one minute. Well, that sounds like West Virginia. If your sister's next door. This from a guy from Alabama is going to tell me these jokes. From Alabama, this, this is what I'm going to get from Alabama guy. The, the joke, the jokes. I do have some great West Virginia jokes, but I'm not, not going to say it. I, I, listen, after after my mom dumped me at prom, the first one, I, I didn't think I was going to take her the next year. Your first mom or your second mom? No. I'm just kidding. I love your mom. Is she calling the show tonight? No. No, my mom broke her ankle. What? Yeah, she broke her ankle. Oh, my gosh. Your dad's really got to ease up on her a little bit. Jesus, Chad, you're getting worse than I am. No, I didn't mean that. I just mean like your dad is a very like active go-getter guy. I tell you what, I've never heard my parents have sex until dad accidentally uh <laughs> dad accidentally bought icy hot instead of the other stuff. Well, also it would help if you weren't <laughs> if you weren't calling right them on the FaceTime <laughs> at three o'clock in the morning. 
So is Andy up there? Yeah, get Andy in here. Everybody, I tell you. Yeah, wow. Look, Brian, Brian, wow. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm just trying to get listeners. All right. I'm just trying to get listeners. Oh, your dad just LOL'd us. I you you've never met well, anybody L I L. You never met anybody talk to my mother more uh more sexually than this guy right here. Andy Lee. I hope he's got commercials. What are you talking about? You always, always make the most uncomfortable statements around my mother. No, I don't make them around her. I make them to you while we're away from your mom. Oh, good point. Touche. <laughs> I'm sorry about your ankle. I heard about your ankle, Cookie. Give me a shout. Talk to you about your ankle. Oh my God! No, everybody. I want you to meet my uncle Andy Lieb, my (laughs) uncle brother, my uncle uh, cousin. (laughs) All right. So, all right. Let's get. All right. So, thank you for listening to to me tonight and Chad. And uh, I know this is a difficult subject, and uh. I, I I felt like I had to say something. I couldn't say nothing. So there it is. But something that something that really just scares the living daylights out of me uh, is is this thing called deep fake. Um, I'm not sure if anybody has ever heard of it. Chad, I don't know. You you maybe said you didn't heard of it. Andy uh, probably creates them. <laughs> I've messed around with it. Well, yeah. we do it if you mess if you ever play with a Snapchat filter, you're doing it already. People are doing it all the time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You, they, they have the whole swap thing. Give me I, mean, I think Instagram has it too, right? Instagram has th- this, this, the, yes, this technology. Like, I, deep. My, wait a minute. Hold on. I've done this a million times and sent this. All right. So basically, deep fake is this ability to, uh, well, yeah, let's play it. Play the clip. Deepfakes can be nearly indistinguishable from the real thing to the average human eye thanks to the use of artificial intelligence and machine learning. So here's how it works. Programs that generate deepfakes use not one, but two different AIs working together. The first AI will scan many images of the subject to be faked and then create new faked images. The second AI will then examine these fakes and compare them to real images. And if the differences are too stark, the second AI will mark the image as an obvious fake and tell the first AI. So the first AI takes this information and continually adjusts the fake images until the second AI's error rate hits a certain target. That is to say, until the second AI can't tell a fake from the real thing. What the hell? I mean, uh, what the hell? I mean, this is this this stuff's only going to get better as it goes. This is some this is some scary shit. I mean, it's scary. Yeah. Is it not? That's the issue. Uh, the thing the thing I picked up the most uh, the most scary thing about it is going to be your political repercussions of all this kind of thing. It's not going to happen, but hey, it could it's not out of the realm of. Hey, I'm I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something right now. It it, it is a it is within the realm. It's something that's already happened. Um, and the federal government is is unbelievably on top of this right now, because they're working hard. They're working hard to outrace this technology and be able to de- decode it quickly. I, you know what though, of all this, of all the things that we know about government and technology, I I, I would have to say, and and this might be something that ha- that comes out way later, but the government's probably already started this. 
It's probably some sort of governmental technology, wouldn't you say? I mean, it's like Siri is one-fifth or one-fiftieth of some sort of AI that the government's dealing with on a regular basis in the Army or, or whatnot. I mean, is that... Well, it goes into harvesting information, you know, like that's the same thing. They want to update their databases for uh, facial recognition, you know, that they release this technology. Actually, we think it's all cute, but basically they're, they're, it's going into our record. It's going into our file along with our DNA along with everything that they, every click, everything that you like, that you don't like, it's... It's right there. It's either them or the, the guys from the casino. type on every one of those posts on Facebook, the, it, every single one of them goes into, into an algorithm. They know exactly what you're typing when you're typing it. Well, this originally was used for porn, which we have some yeah. of those clips right now. Go ahead and play that part. Go ahead. <laughs> Can you play the... Uh, we're going to play the, all right, everybody listen, if you have children watching this, now is not the time. We're going to play the Paris Hilton uh, uh, deep fake of her getting, um, no, I'm just teasing. Oh, my God. When there's so many haters, I really don't care because their data has made me rich beyond my wildest dreams. My decision to believe Inspector literally gave me my ratings have some of those clips right now go ahead and play that i feel really blessed because i genuinely love the process of manipulating people online for money that's brilliant that's not even that's not real that was not real can you believe that turn your mic up that was not real okay if you don't if i'm gonna tell you something right now parker if you don't keep your microphone up when you try to talk you're not going to talk no more (laughs) I'm sick of people telling me, what is Park? Turn up Parker's. Blah, 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 blah. He tries to turn it up and do his Barry White voice all at the same time. And that wasn't. <laughs> he, he, weigh, he literally weighs 17 pounds. Yeah. So that that's not real. So let's go back to what Andy was telling you, because this it's talking about earlier. Let's just say there's a race, a Senate race. In, in Ohio, and it's close. We all know that you can put, my brother said it tonight, you know, before it was it was Adobe Photoshop, and everybody was worried about, oh, well, all the models don't look like that, and, every, and you could Photoshop anybody's anything. In, okay, this is another ball game. So you, you're, you're running a, a race in Ohio, and it's really close, and somebody gets this, this type of technology, and they put out a video of the other of their opponent humping Paris Hilton, whatever the case is. Before you could find out it was fake, election's over. Right? Which has been happening all through history. Anyways, just now people look for video evidence because they think video confirms everything. And you have people who are dumb enough. I mean, I, I look at the crap that people share on their social media anyways and i go what made you think there was any truth to that i mean some of the most wildest outrageous things but it doesn't matter share it like it's the truth okay that's fine but the, the point being is why this is so freaking scary is you could take your worst enemy i could take a picture of andy a video of andy whom i hate put put parker's face on him and frame parker that's how good this could be. And before you knew it wasn't Parker, the damage is done. Now Parker has to go out and prove that 
it was fake. I mean, they could get so dangerous all the way to somebody. Let's say somebody could hack uh, Trump's Twitter account and make this thing saying that he just launched nukes uh, to North Korea. And then within, you know, 30 minutes before anybody can figure anything out, North Korea is pointing their nukes at us, you know, like. Or like everything, sh- sh- you know, like all of a sudden World War Three is happening, you know. It, it won't take 30 minutes for that dude. Play that video. That play, dude's waiting. Play that video of, of the guy. You want to talk about, listen, this is some scary shit. Watch, watch this and I'll explain it. Hold on. For you to know that everybody can make deep fakes now. You can turn your head around. Mouth movements are looking great. And eye movements are also translated into the target footage. And of course, as we always say, two more papers down the line, and it will be even better and cheaper than this. Did, did you see? I'm going to tell you something. The mouth is one thing. The eyeballs. That's insane. That is insane. The eyeballs are moving. The mouse moving. It is that person. But the eyeballs, when that guy moves his eyes and their eyes move, that is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You can do things that people pay five years ago, even movies, hundreds of, it would cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. It was so expensive to put, uh, what was, uh, Carrie, uh, who, who's Princess Leia? Um, oh, Carrie Fisher. Uh, Fisher. Carrie Fisher. It was extremely, and then you can do that with, uh, what is it? Fake app, but it's called fake app. You can do it. You can do it. It's easy to do. You can do it on your computer and you, and it looks damn close. Well, it's like when they... Uh, That's how when far they put, it's come in just five years. Like When they put Arnold Schwarzenegger's face on the baby. Yeah. Do you remember that one? I, it's I, I, I swear to, it's I swear to God, I swear to God, I, I, th- what you just did right there, what you just said, Chad, makes me just want to have Andy on Conspiracy no, Corner. No, I'm listen, what I'm saying, like when I was watching all these videos today of Deep Face, <laughs> they were explaining how, like in the movies, they used to do this. And in one of the Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, he was playing a dad who has a baby, and they yeah. paste his face on the baby. Junior. Yes, yeah, Junior. Is the <laughs> Thank you, Andy. All right, so look, play play this one. This, okay, so pretend just for a minute that we're not talking about deep fake. We're not talking about this technology. I'm going to say this. This is a message from Barack Obama. Now... You see, I would never say these things, at least not in a public address, but someone else would. Someone like Jordan Peele. This is a dangerous time. Moving forward, we need to be more vigilant with what we trust from the internet. That's a time when we need to rely on trusted news sources. That is some, I, I'm, I, that, that, I mean, he, was made, he wasn't trying to be funny. And that's Jordan Peele. He wasn't trying to be funny. Yeah, uh, I it, thought the voice was I, man, it. Doesn't okay. Look, people do his his voice is well, number one. He's the president, but number two, he's got a very distinct voice. Okay, and look, hard to do right. Look, this is PlayStation Two. That's what this is. This is PlayStation Two, and we're living in a PlayStation Five world. That's you understand oh, what yeah. I'm saying. For the time, it wouldn't that came out crazy. I'm not. I, I'm saying Andy in general. Right now, this level of where they're at is PlayStation 2. 
meaning right now in this oh, hit, it'd be like buying, right? You know what I'm saying? It'd be like me buying a PlayStation 2 now and going back and playing those games. This is only going to get better and better and better. That's freaking scary at that level. I can't hear. We lost Andy. We lost you. It's We're, so much oh, better. Oh, there he is. It's, um, so, it's so much better now? Uh, yeah, because I was just watching on my, I got my iPad in front of me. It's kind of behind, you know, and I was watching the Obama's face and it's, dude, yeah, it's so much better now. Like, that's old. That's pretty old. All right. So, okay. This one, this one blew my mind. Show this clip. How's your head? Oh, uh, good. Fine. Oh, I've been so worried about you ever since you ran off the other night. Are you okay? Oh, it's hurting. I'm sorry. I have to go. Holy shit. Doc, she didn't even look at him. This is more serious than I thought. Apparently, your mother is amorously infatuated with you instead of your father. Whoa, wait, wait a minute. Doc, Holy are you trying shit. to tell me that my mother has got the hots for me? Precisely. Whoa, this is heavy. There's that word again, heavy. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? What? The only way we're going to get those two to successfully bait is if they are alone together. So you've got to get your father and mother to interact in some sort of social... Well, what, you mean like a date? Right. Well, what kind of date? I don't know. What are kids doing? That's un... Okay. They're your parents. That, that's un I mean, that's unbelievable. That is better. That's better. I could watch that whole movie with him. Nothing. That's insane. I mean... Yeah, yeah that's really clean. That's unbelievably clean. Scarily... Also, Apparently, you can put like Nicolas Cage's face on everybody. I bet I saw twenty different videos today with like his face on different people. Chad, again, one of those times I wish I would just cut you off in an hour. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm just teasing. This is like everyday life for us. So you're just like, it's, okay, you've, you're, you're talking time has expired. You'll just drive me where I want to go now. Uh, I'm just you guys kidding. ever heard of uh, Captain Disillusion? Captain he's Disillusion? A, yeah, he's on uh, YouTube. You should check him out. Um, he, you know, I'm I'm interested to see him come up. He he's got a YouTube channel and he's all about uh, debunking internet videos. And he's like a After Effects and um, you know he's a, he's a video wizard. Dude's awesome. And he like takes all these videos and he slows them down frame by frame. UFO videos. All sorts of stuff, and it's it's pretty neat. And he, I think he might have one about this stuff, a little bit. But he only puts out a video like once a month or so. But check him out, Captain Disillusion, because it'll teach you a whole bunch about things to look for on these deep fakes. Because there are signs, you know, if you watch slowly and know what to look for, there's things that that don't line up right, and you can you can pick them out. But they're getting really good. Right. So the government, the government's going to be even better at it. Than anybody. What else? What, what's your? What, what else you got? There was another. I, I play the State Farm ad. This was the one that got it started. I think wasn't very good. Let's get right to it. The Chicago Bulls have won their second three-peat. This is the kind of stuff that ESPN will eventually make a documentary about. They'll call it something like The Last Dance and make it a ten-part series and release it in the year 2020. It's going to be lit. You don't even know what that means yet. While I'm making predictions, jeans will get extra tight. There'll be a thing called a butt fumble. And this clip will be used to promote the documentary in a State Farm commercial. It's just a hunch. 
Because deepfake technology has gotten good enough to create fake videos that make it appear as though people have been caught on camera saying things they haven't, seriously, it can accurately match up lip movements to convincingly fake speech, there's a huge concern that it could be used to spread faked videos of politicians saying insightful or inflammatory things in order to push a certain agenda. So that was, that was a, an ESPN, when, when, when was that? 19, that's 1998, that was, that clip from ESPN. So this started, this idea had started a long time ago, right? You, Andy's got that look of, I don't believe that. You don't believe that? I mean, that's probably, somebody probably made that. Somebody well, made that. okay, so. That's, yeah, that, that's not from 1998. The original clip was from 1998. Yeah, the oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. They got I mean, you. Gotcha. That's there okay. were so many things in there that you could have never known. Okay, I got you. Uh, okay, my bad. Well, the, the, my favorite one, and 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 as I say, I'm you know, as we go over this, you know, we go over this issue, uh, I'm scared of this, but it's really cool. It's really cool. Play <laughs> play play the clip, the Al Pacino clip. Did you do him for the, uh, did you do Pacino for your Silent Live uh, audition? Yeah, 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 I did him for the audition. Um, mm -hmm. And I did uh, Pacino, uh, it was kind of weird, uh, interviewing his new maid staff. So it was like all new maid. Uh -huh. And he's like giving them instructions? Yeah, yeah, it was like, uh, it was like, um, if I walk into this kitchen <laughs> and I see a cantaloupe <laughs> on that table, I will lose my mind. Oh, dang. <laughs> Those are the instructions yeah, I give. I mean, uh, you got the right voice. I mean, that's, that's pretty. Okay, when you were scouring through these things, did you happen across the one um, of Jim Carrey doing, uh, uh, dang, is Jim Carrey doing, um, He's with the chop. He's chopping through the door. It's the Jack Nicholas. Oh right my around. God! Yeah, you're, you're talking about the Shining. Yes, the Shining. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're talking about the Shining. Yes, yeah. I. Can you bring that? that find that one. Me. Find that. I one. saw that, and I saw the one with Jim Carrey, and I'm like, oh my God, they're like remaking the Shining, and he's doing it exactly. Like, I'm like, how did he do this? <laughs> I showed it to friends. I'm like, look at this, and then I, I was like, oh, I figured it out. It's fake. Did you hear the beginning <laughs> of this of the show tonight, Andy? By chance, uh, I, you missed that. Yeah, yeah. We Most played. Of, we, no, I, I we were playing. Oh, the, the, yes, Orson Welles. Yes, Orson. Okay, you know, pe people. That's 1938. This has been had. You know, this is what uh, people too. Just to bring it back to the genesis of this conversation, the media and social media is not the end all be all. Right, you can't get sucked in by everything you see no matter if it's on TV or if it's on the internet. And also, learning how to use the internet is a very vital key to educating yourself because it is very easy to start trying to learn about something and going down a rabbit hole So and, and never really getting, you know, you start with a good intention of, I want to know about deep fake. And then you see an ad or you see something on the side that's uh, something else. And you go and you click that. And then you just start get further and further away from what you originally wanted to know about. This is all part of that. 
this has the possibility of taking us someplace else and to take our mind off of whatever it is we're trying to learn about. That is the point of all this above and beyond anything else is just keep your face and, and, and prize on the, the, what's ahead of you and not the hand that it seems to be looming above you. Because as Andy can tell you, I am the hand above him. <laughs> the scary part about all this too, is that it's learning. It's an AI. That's the thing that's crazy about it too, is it's very little work on the human side to make this happen. It's all ran by scripts. You, you feed it the images. It does it itself. And the more images you give it, the more it knows. And the longer that it goes, it's it's AI. And that's this is the type of thing that people are getting afraid of when it comes to artificial intelligence is that it's it's blurring the lines between reality and, you know, what's not. Because there's no way to tell you, anymore. You can have whole conversations with these things now. Yeah. I mean, Idiot. just the kids were, yesterday were talking to the, the Google Home. And, uh, you know, they would say, Hey Google, I farted and it would, and they just kept saying that. And every single time Google had a different response and they were like, you can, bl Google's like, you can blame me if you want. Ooh, I'm glad that I'm upwind or, you know, just like every single, they said it like 10 times and Google had a different response. Every single, Chris is going to be down in the kitchen with pancakes tonight going pancakes farted. Panca hey Google, pancakes farted. but play the clip. That's freaky. That's freaky. Well, it's good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I got to be honest with you. If I could ever get this technology, the first thing I do would slap my face on Tom Cruise. I'll tell you that. Well, it's called Face App, and you can do that. Seriously? Absolutely, you can do it. Face App.
most of these things are made by guys in their houses, man. <laughs> Telling you. Bring up the bring up the sponsor page, Jesus. Speaking of things that you can do in your houses. Thanks for our sponsors uh, on this uh, How Valid is the Validity episode 9. Turned out a little better than I thought. We're still alive. Guidance Whiskey, which my buddy Jason, a great guy uh, who has worked hard uh, and has helped us out a lot. And, and we got his interview that we're going to show next week. Modern Media Geeks, Titan Motoring, Sony Mobile, Aurora Nutriscience, who I will pick uh, a couple of people tonight to give vitamin packages to. Hertz Audison, uh, Cartronics, and of course the Chris Weaver Band. Uh, which will be uh, live from the Lake of the Ozarks next week. So we're going to do that. Our, actually, our show, Andy, is going to be, uh, How Valid is the Validity is going to be live from the Ozarks on Wednesday night. I just started working out two days ago, getting ready for the lake. Okay. Well, I will uh, <laughs> hope you bring your deep fake information. That's what I'm doing. I'm deep fake myself. I got a mask. <laughs> I'm going to wear Check out how valid is the validity h h h v v dot h v v cast dot com for uh, our downloads of the show, and uh, you can donate to help the show if you if you so choose. But you can buy some merch too. We have all kinds of fun stuff. But we appreciate everybody that uh, that logged on tonight. Thank you so much. And this is a podcast also, so you can listen to other episodes and all that kind of fun stuff. Chad Bearden and Andy Lieb, everybody. Thank you. Both of you, appreciate you. Love you. Thank you, Chad. Love you, too. Good night. Chad? Get some sleep. Chad, take care of yourself. Andy, call me later. Love you. Love you. See you guys. Okay. All right. So that's uh, another another exciting week. Parker, do you have anything you want to say? Do you have anything you want to say? You got... <laughs> I'm glad it's over. All right, can you get rid of these two? All right, these idiots. All right, I, I got to pay both of them to be on the show. I don't. I, I pay him for a certain amount of time. God dang it! Love you. I got to be honest with you. It, it was. Uh, it was definitely one of those shows that I was scared for. I mean, I gotta tell you. I mean, you. You know. You gotta. Just, you can't just give your opinion, and that's one good thing I think that we all got to learn from this situation is you just can't say how you feel without thinking about it first, you know, and local is the key. Thank you guys for listening to how valid is the validity. We'll see you next time. Uh, here's Greg ice's pick for song of the week. We'll see you next time. Thank you everybody. Mm-hmm.